Welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's game week. Uh, it's six days away from our Michigan's first game of the year, kicking off in the big house against Colorado State. Uh, there's been some big news coming out this week already. Uh, Harbaugh finally came out and stated that J.J. and Kate are each going to get a game to start the season. Uh, Kate will get the first game against Colorado State, and J.J. is going to get the uh, Hawaii game. Um Ben, what do you think about that? I mean, it's we've seen it happen before with other teams. I mean, it, not with Michigan at least, but other teams it's worked out good for. I mean, do you, do you think Jim kind of wants uh, – likes J.J. to be the starter, but kind of is giving Cade, like, the benefit of the doubt, like, hey, and just – or is he, like, giving him that, that chance to prove? Um, uh, I had a really good question. Or I don't remember. You can go off that. That's, I, I I had a really good question, but I completely just went line by. So, so I I think I know where you're going, and, and I think that's right. You know, it's it's really unconventional. You know, we've seen it a few times before over the years. Never never at Michigan, but Jim Harbaugh is nothing if not un, unconventional, right? Yeah. And at first, I wasn't I wasn't really sure about it, but the more I thought about it, the more I like it. And I think. That that favors JJ. Um, I do you know, too. He, he he's thrown he's thrown Kate out there first, which you know uh, we've we've been over it. Kate Kate's earned it, right? Um, but mm -hmm. you know I believe that uh, the floor is lower with or higher with JJ, and 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 so is the ceiling. And you know there's been a lot of talk, of, you know, some of it from Kate himself that he's playing the best football that he ever has. He's way better than last year. <clears throat> and you know my my biggest complaint and everybody's biggest complaint last year was was he just didn't have the arm to make a lot of throws downfield you know there 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 was uh um you know a couple times a game there 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 was guys there was plays to be made and and it just appeared that his arm strength wasn't there and arm strength is a is a thing that you have or you don't i mean sure you can develop develop it a little bit but to me, it's just like throwing a hundred mile an hour fastball. Either you can or you can't, you know. Um, <clears throat> so we'll see. But uh, JJ, so so Kate, so Kate goes out first, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I, I'd like to know. Let, let's say they win both games. I don't know, forty-two to seven, forty-two to nothing, or something, and and they both throw. Uh, Four touchdowns, you know, maybe seventy percent completion rate, and and no interceptions, no no fumbles. Um, who's who's the better opponent of the two? I, I would think it's probably Hawaii. I, I mean, I don't I, not not after last night. Hawaii beat, got beat by Vanderbilt six to like fifty three to ten. Right. I mean, if you look at look at it like that, I mean. I, don't, I mean, Hawaii has also lost a lot from last season. I think they lost 50 players yeah. or something like that. Majority of their team um, just from having a high up class. But, I mean, if you go off that, I, I would say Colorado at this point. I mean, Colorado plays – they're in the same conference. Um, yeah. So, you can't I – mean, as we know, it's it's too early. Obviously, obviously we're week zero is done. We're good moving on week one. Yeah, Colorado uh, State was three and nine last year. Um, 
ended ended the season on a six game lo- losing streak. Hawaii was was uh, six and seven. Um, you know they won their bowl game, ended up on a on a two game winning streak. So so it's hard to say. But to get back to the question, yeah. I, I really think it's it's you know I, I would like to know. You know he's going to be looking at intangibles too, but I would like to know what the criteria is, and we're never going to know. But uh, you know, poise. Um, you know, Ms. Harbaugh has said several times. You know, the, the ball security, which duh. Um, and you know, JJ JJ cost us big in the, in the state game last year, uh, and you know that was the first and only time that I've ever seen him a little bit rattled. Maybe the moment at the time was a little too big for him. Maybe he's a little too imp, whatever. But I really think that this favors JJ. Not only that, hey, I'm giving you the the bottom line is I think Jim Harbaugh is going to say is hey I I gave you. If JJ doesn't win the job, I gave you every chance. I gave you a whole game. But Cage the starter. Yeah. Please don't leave. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's and that's kind of what I was gonna. The rest of my question I was gonna say was what I was trying to go was, and this kind of goes off what you just said is was is Harbaugh. That's who Harbaugh actually wants. But he's kind of doing what Urban Meyer did, and what was it? I can't. It was with Cardell Jones, JT Barrett, by slowly moving Card by slowly moving JJ into that position to take it. Um, kind of how he did with JT Barrett by moving JT Barrett those first few games into the red zone quarterback spot, giving him pretty much the most important start to the game. Um, that's that's that was the rest of my question that I mind blanked on. But I mean, I I very well think that that's definitely where it could go down to. I mean, he's trying to one. Keep them both here. Keep them both satisfied, as you said. Yep. Um, because it, it would be wonderful for both of them to stay. But if if something happens where JJ starts or Cade starts, it, it's, it won't be a shock if they leave whatsoever. Right. If one of them leaves, like depending on who who's, who gets starting job. I mean, if they're if they're both dogs and want to keep fighting and with competition and not quit. I mean, it, that's great, but I don't – in this day and age of college football, it's, it's just not going to happen, I don't think. You can transfer week, two weeks before the state – like, you really – the week before is camp and still make eligibility. Right. I mean, you don't have problems with eligibility anymore, so. No, and, you know, one of the – now, either one of these guys, if they were to transfer, they're not going to go probably to a Power 5 school and – step right in this season but there's a lot of places they could go and, and, probably, and, and probably get significant playing time take them a couple weeks to get up to speed but if they went to a system that's similar to michigan so so cade's a senior right but if, if i remember right he's got one more year after this year eligible he's a junior cade's right? a junior isn't he is he he's like i thought he was a straight up junior could be wrong, but freshman sophomore. He's a senior. He's a senior. Last year. Yeah, he's a senior. I was yeah. thinking the year he started against Rutgers was his freshman yep, year. But I, 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 he's got two more years of eligibility. So yeah. it and JJ's got three, maybe four, right? Three. He's got three for sure. Yeah, because I mean, he he didn't get the red shirt last season because he be him playing so much. Right. Um. 
I mean, that's and, another, you know, there's no way that Harbaugh could redshirt him this year if he doesn't win a job because that's a for sure bye bye. Um, unless I mean, unless JJ's about it. I mean, you know, if the time since the time JJ Rick uh decided to come to Michigan, he's all been all about waiting and when yeah. it's his time, he'll come. But as we all know, as we just said, it's a different brand of college football. I mean. I seen a good comparison someone made the other day, but someone's like, oh, JJ said he wasn't going anywhere. Well, Mel Tucker said he wasn't going to leave Colorado, and three days later, he's in East Lansing. Right, right. Money talks. especially. I mean, money, that's another thing that comes into play, too, is money now. Right. Who's going to give him, oh, come to, hey, how about, oh, let's say Mel Tucker gives JJ a call. Hey, you ain't starting. Hey, transfer over here. We'll give you blah, 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 boom. Now he's playing in East Lansing. Right, and it, that's another factor I didn't even think about till just then. <laughs> yeah, so so to go back though, I think that I think this sets up favorably for JJ because he's he, he's kind of getting the answers to the test, and you know he knows if I'm in a competition with somebody and somebody's got to go first and somebody's got to go second, I always want to go second a hundred times out of a hundred, right? You you know what you're up against. Um, and, and, you know, if, if Kate comes out and plays lights out, JJ might decide to push too much and, and, and think, Hey man, I really got to show it. And it might set him behind a little bit, but you know, if Kate comes out and has a mediocre game and, and, uh, it is what it is. I just, I just think it heavily, heavily favors JJ. Um, and, and I think that, that Harbaugh is, Given him every chance to prove that he's not ready. You know, that's what that's what Harbaugh's looking for, I believe, is that he's not ready because you know he said also multiple times that he feels they're both starting quarterbacks that would start just about anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um so so we'll see what happens. It's it's for sure the biggest storyline on our team, and it's you know, it's it's one of the top storylines in college football. Um you know, they're, they're going to be talking. It's going to be talk all. I'm sure it'll be talk on game day, but it's going to be the talk all next week and 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 the following week. So, yeah, all the way up to the know, end time it, game. It'll or... be fun to paint out. You know, I'm still torn as, you know, we've we've discussed quite a bit. Um, you know, I think the champ is the champ until he's beat. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm not in a hurry to, to rip it away from Cade, but I, I for sure think that. Uh, JJ's far more exciting, and and you know, as I said earlier, he's got got uh, by quite a large amount, a much much larger ceiling. Yeah, and I don't, I, I have no disagreement with that at all. Because I mean, we've seen it day one against Western Michigan last year. He has a way stronger arm. I mean, we yeah. we talked about the quarterback controversy a lot. I mean, we'd like to repeat ourselves, but I mean, it, it's. It is big, and like I said, it's going to go all the way up until week three because we even – I mean, we're going to have a, a probably a pretty good guess, but as you said, going into week three, we still won't know who the starting quarterback is going to be that week. And I guarantee Harbaugh ain't going to – Harbaugh ain't going to say a freaking word that week until the game – until he marches out that stadium on Saturday on right. – I mean, that's just who he is. I mean, and who knows? He, We don't know what goes on in Harbaugh's brains sometimes, as we all know. No. No, so sure. it, it doesn't it doesn't matter if it's 
And, you know, I, I, he announced it this early and then he made it public. But then today, um, he, re, he released few, uh, full, complete depth charts for both sides of the ball. I feel like that. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, I feel like that's probably the first time in his tenure in Michigan he's did that. It, I, I almost guarantee it is. That's just not him, you know. No, I mean, we, we know who was the team when he first got here, let alone who was going to start or play, you know. Yeah, and I mean, last year he released a quarterback who we all knew Cade was going to start pretty much anyways, especially after Joe Milton left. I mean, Joe, I don't right. think that was an argument anyways, even if Joe Milton would have stayed. But, um, I, yeah, I mean, to me, my overall thought is it's it's really interesting. I, I like I said, I, I, I like it. I like that we're seeing it, um, and I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Like some people, I, I've read on YouTube, on Twitter, and things like that. Oh, it's going to be bad for the chemistry. Um, it's bad for this, bad for that. And at least going on the chemistry part, I, I don't see that being bad for the chemistry. I mean, I think this team, maybe if this would have happened, let's say pre-Harbaugh. Maybe Harbaugh's first two years, we had this quarterback controversy, and this kind of happened. Where we, I think you would see maybe some chemistry issues out of it, but I think this team is gelled. I think this, you, you do have a lot of returning players from last year's Big Ten championship team. Um, I think a lot of players are gelled. They like those pretty much support anybody on that team, whether it's JJ that starts or Cade that starts, and they're going to support. The who doesn't start and hype them up to get them back out there. I think that's the way this team works now. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I don't think that it happens if we don't have the season that we did last year. You know, I, I don't think that that Harbaugh has has the leeway or the faith. And and you know, it'd be really interesting to get inside the locker room because um, oh, you know, yeah. I think the, I think the chemistry is great. They obviously think a lot of Katie was elected. Um, but I would I would bet a lot that that receiver room is split on who who they want. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because uh, might be you know every every quarterback's got their favorite receiver, and every quarterback has has their pluses or minus. But it's you know it's a lot like baseball and the chicks dig the long ball right everybody loves that big play and i mean you're only going to get three or four shots a game um if that sometimes but uh i would i would bet that the players love Cade, but secretly want jj um just in and can stretch the field out can yeah, I mean, we've seen it in every play that he ran last year where he threw the ball, at least. Uh, I mean, as as we talked about, Cade's that game manager. He's not going to lose you the game, ain't going to win. But uh, he's not going to – and that's what we talked about we needed. Now, if we can get over that hump of needing that, and now we have something better than that. Um, but, I mean, I think, I think it's a very good situation we're in, obviously. I don't think it's a bad situation we're in. I mean, two quarterbacks. No. You're, you have a competition with a Big Ten championship quarterback. You have someone that more than likely, in my opinion, will take the spot. Um, I, I, I think it's 
it's given at this point. I really do. I think he's too talented coming out of high school. And I, I really don't think – I don't think Harbaugh would let someone that talented just walk out. Unless unless what we see isn't what, – what we've seen in games isn't what J.J. actually is in practice or what we hear him talk about isn't actually who he is. And, but we never know. We right. never know unless you're inside that locker room so, on every other day of the week. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the other thing that we, we haven't talked about too much – is is the recruiting side right? As we lost out on a couple of big recruits this big year, uh, yeah, quarterbacks, uh, Carter, Notre Dame, and um, yeah, uh, know, the one that went to Oregon. Yeah, you know, Carr legacy thing, and I, I'd really like to know the story behind that because that just is weird all the way around. But uh, maybe the kid just didn't want that. Maybe that's all it is, but. <laughs> um, there, there's nobody really that's jumping off the charts behind JJ, right? <clears throat> so that may be a factor into Harbaugh's decision is that, you know, hey, we got Cade this year next and we got JJ for a couple. That gives us time to get to get somebody in here and get them groomed. Um, yeah, there's a lot of politics involved. I, I don't believe that it's going to be just talent and leadership and you know, I should be that, you know, I started to say this earlier and I got off track is that if, if they come out fairly equal in performance, the ties go to the champion, right? They should. Um, so yeah. I think JJ is going to have to clearly win um, the decision almost, almost to the point where, Hey, we have no choice, but to start this kid, look what he did type of deal. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. So we'll see. A lot of fun to think about. Um, I can sit here and think and talk about this probably for the rest of the night because more things yeah. just keep, keep popping into my head. You know, there's there's a lot of variables there. Um, but six more days, right? And uh, the talk going to be over with. Yeah, I mean, six days. I mean, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I mean, watching college football this weekend was great. I mean, not just to – but nothing's like going to be sitting down on Saturday morning, at least for me, uh, cracking a nice cold beer, watching some uh, college game day, and at noon, watching the boys run out of run run right out of that tunnel. Um, it's going to be great. Uh, on that topic, uh, let's make. I mean, we're moving into the season. Let's look at the season predictions now. I mean, I know we've kind of given our season predictions here a few times. Um, but this time, I guess we can kind of look at what we, final predictions for our season personally, our standings, our record, where we'll be. We'll look at the Big Ten standings, like kind of who we think should have come out of East and West. And then also we can uh, go into like our final four for the playoffs, uh, who we think that'll be too. Um, hopefully it's – hopefully it, our final four for the playoffs aren't made as a big of a joke as Desmond's were this weekend. Um, but uh, – but yeah, what do you think? Uh, we'll please start with the season and then go into the Big Ten play. Um, looking at our season, I mean, we've talked about it. Is anything really changed? No, I'm sticking right at. Uh, I think I said where I'm at. Yeah, I think looking at it more and more. I mean, our schedule is very, very set up for us. It is. Um, I think, as we've said before, Iowa 
if we beat Iowa and we beat Iowa by a lot at Iowa, it's a night. It's gonna be a night game. Still hasn't been enough. It's gonna be a night game. There's no way it's not. Right. They're doing their black and yellow game against us. They, I, I just don't see it not happening. Um, if we beat them by two, maybe three touchdowns, if we somehow just come out and just place an anomaly in a hostile area at night, I don't think we lose a game. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the Braylon and say we run the table. Um, if we lose that game, I think we lose three. Yeah. I think think if we lose that game, we lose that game. We lose to Iowa. We're going to lose to Michigan State. We're going to lose to Ohio State at the end of the year. Uh, I think those will be our three losses if we lose that game. Because that's – if – if shit. Depends on how we lose it. But I think if we lose it, it's not not a good sign, in my opinion. Because we we, – Last year – Right? Because right after that, Indiana always plays us tough. State at home. Then we got Michigan State, uh, you know, Rutgers, whatever, Nebraska. I still think they're one of the most dangerous teams in the country. Um, but but after Scott Frost fuck up yesterday, uh, he, he might not be around. He ain't making it to week six after that if they don't yeah, win. It. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got to start winning now, you know. I forget what his record was in one-score games, like 5-21 five five or something. 5-21. and 21. Yeah. Yeah. In the so, past, in the past two seasons, so last season and this season, he's zero and eight. Right. Sorry, oh, might be zero and nine now. But and, I think it's zero and, and nine. You, at worst, you got to be 50-50 in those in those games, you yeah. know. Um. So, so I think he's gone. But uh, you know, if if we come out and shit the bed in Iowa, I could I could see us losing three, maybe even four. Um. But you know, we'll see what happens. Um. If, if we beat Iowa, uh, I still think I we either lose to Michigan State or Penn State and Ohio State. Um, uh, you know, 10 and 2, um, anything above. And 10 and 2 is a great season, right? There'll be people pissed off, um, including myself. Don't get me wrong. But um, that's a pretty a pretty good year. You know, what I is is uh, – I don't want those two losses to be to Michigan State and in Ohio State. I'd really like to see us. We we need to win three or four out of five or six against Ohio State to kind of bring that rivalry back. I, I think uh, you know they they dominated us for 15, 18 years, twenty years, whatever it's whatever it's been. And you know you've seen that a lot over the years, um, but it's time for a momentum swing. And and you know. Little brother, um, fucking annoying, and and uh, this tuck coming, tuck coming. I really, you know, we're gonna roll into these predictions, but I really think that they're in for a really mediocre year, even by their standards this year. So, yeah, so and, we, and, we will see. Yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, so you have them at ten and two, correct? Or ten and two? Yeah. Yep. Prediction. Hmm. I think we beat Iowa, and I think we run the table. Uh, I mean, and if we if we beat Iowa and do run the table, and don't run the table, I think our loss is Ohio State. I think it's going to just be that. Yeah. So, yeah, so you're saying twelve and zero in the regular season? Yeah, I'll say twelve and zero. I, I just don't. Our favorable. It's so set up for us. 
it, it Honestly. is right. We we don't got uh, we and don't if this have, team plays how they did, sorry, go ahead. At Iowa's our toughest road game besides Ohio State, right? Um, you know, Colorado State, <laughs> Hawaii, Connecticut, Maryland, those are all gimmies. Iowa's tough. Indiana plays is tough. Um, we'll, we'll see about that. But but they haven't. Line, they haven't though. Except the and two and four COVID. They they have, except they have the two. State's number. Um, more or less. Rutgers garbage. Nebraska. That's a dumpster fire right now. Illinois. Eh. So I think it, it, it does set up really favorably for us. It does. Yeah, and like like I said, I <coughs> I don't see. And if that Iowa game somehow turns into not being the night game, like if they pick Wisconsin, which they could, but I don't. Well, I, then I'm definitely getting 110% behind a 12 and 0, 11 and 1 season losing to Ohio State. But I, I, I'm saying 12 and 0. And you know, I have something to prove too, right? We we embarrass them in the Big Ten championship game. I mean, um, every East team embarrasses the team they play in the Big Ten championship and, game, and they and they do. But you know, the you West can't is tell me that it's not going to be any motivation for them. Oh no, I know. You know, so, I know 100. So we'll, it's just. They're happens. the ones that beat us, and yeah, they're the ones that beat us in 2016 in like week eight, right? Whatever week nine, and they kicked it off, kicked off. We didn't have offense, but I think one last thing about what I was about to go off of uh, was at least for our schedule is this team, and this team plays like the team did last year and doesn't quit, and it doesn't give in like the teams have in the past. So that, that that was the big thing about last year that made that team so much different than teams in the past was that and kind of gave me that hope was that that team never quit ever right. quit. Like it didn't matter that Penn state game last year that we Penn state, we fumbled the ball. Penn state took a lead of like what? Three minutes left, four minutes left in the game. Past Michigan teams. I mean, Cade, Cade said it perfect in his interview. He said past Michigan teams would have laid down in my opinion. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, I think that's a big reason we did win the big 10 championship. We did beat Ohio state. Um, because after Michigan State, after loss to Michigan State, but um, I think as we've seen in the past, again, Michigan teams after usually losing that game have they Michigan's came into that game how many times in the past? Even with Hoke, Rich Rod had came into that game undefeated and go into that game and lose and then lose three or four after that. Right. <clears throat> no, it, you know that's when I, and, I mean everybody else probably too. It felt really good about the season. We showed some moxie. Um, you know that we that we hadn't in in quite a long time. <clears throat> didn't quit. Didn't hang their head. Um, you know, the the guys were confident. Um, and and you know you've seen that a little bit in the Michigan State game too. That even though, um, you know, uh, things didn't go our way right up to the very end, um, you you could just tell by the look on the sideline that they thought they were going to win. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, team, like you said, got a lot of guys back. Lost a lot of big stars, though. Um, a lot of big names. Um, you know, Aiden, Aiden uh, Hutchinson, uh, you know, I think the team kind of took on his identity and, and went behind his swag. And Ojabo, too, to a lesser extent. So we've got to see who's who's that, who that man is going to be um, that – uh, you know, it's going to pop out and and lead the whole team, not just the offense or the defense. Um, and you know that that guy could um, 
could be Donovan Edwards, could be Corum, could be Maisie Smith. Um, you know, there's a handful of guys, um, but I think that's really important um, for the team to have somebody, uh, you know, because we had that swagger that, that we haven't had in a really long time, and and we were able to back it up, which is the most important thing. Yeah, I noticed that. I knew that team was different more or less from when the time that they're dancing on Wisconsin's field to jump around, jumping up and down. I mean, that, right. that's just how it was. Same thing in Nebraska. I mean, they just they just were better now or less. They were a good type of cocky more than more than anything. Right. Um, they weren't overconfident. They were just enough where it didn't bother where it didn't hurt them. I mean, I that was probably the best part about last season about it, about that team. Um, but I mean, if we if we finish going into Big Ten, I guess I, I if we finish that twelve and zero, I mean, I'm involved my prediction. I think it's definitely us coming out of the East as the Big Ten champions, um, as the East champions. Out of the West, I mean, as we all know, the West is so wide open. Um, I just don't. This season, I mean, Illinois looked good the other day. I mean, maybe Brett Bielema has them coming back out of it. Um, Nebraska, I mean, not Nebraska, I'm sorry. Wisconsin, obviously, Wisconsin's going to be up there. Iowa will probably be up there again. Um, I mean, those are probably the two favorites. I mean, there's a lot of hype about Minnesota. Um, I don't know if I get behind it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. The more this goes on, the more I think uh, Fleck is a fraud. But, you know, we'll see. I mean, yeah, stuff I mean, off he's, the winter coming out about him, the way he treats players and and stuff, it kind of sounds like he's lost the locker room. And, um, you know, it didn't it didn't become the big national story that I thought it might. But there was there were some former players on Twitter just going off about him. I don't remember if we talked about. I know we didn't talk about it on the podcast, but I don't know if you and I talked about it at all. But it was kind of, it was kind of eye-opening. Um, mm-hmm. There was a couple people coming hard for him, so uh, that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting to see too, because I do think that they um, to see. So, so I'm just going to run down, run down the list. Um, I, I think Northwestern. Um, is probably at the bottom. I think they win three or four games. Illinois. Well, it's an even year. What's it's an even year. I said it's an even year, though, for Northwestern. Past yep. two even years, they made the, they made the Big Ten championship. And, and and they could, but they just – I will say this. They surprised me. I really thought even with everything we talked about with Scott Frost, I really thought Northwestern was going to get rolled. Um, but, you know, Pat Fitzgerald is – you know, he's been at Northwestern a long time um, and he's done a solid job because that, you know, that's a, that's basically, you know, the big tens version of an I, Ivy league school. Um, and they are, the, the, they're one of the few schools in the country that are, that are stricter than us with admissions and things like that. So, you know, he doesn't get the trailer tweener academically and not a lot of them anyways, things like that. So we'll see, but I think uh, 
I'm going to go back on what I said about Minnesota again because, I, you know, I, I took some note downs. I think they win the West. Um, Iowa in second. I got Minnesota at 9-3. and three. Uh, Iowa at 9-3. and three. Wisconsin 8-4. Purdue 6-6. Six and six. Uh, Nebraska 7-5. and five. Illinois 7-5. and five. Northwestern 4-8. Uh, and eight. Four and eight. then in the East... Um, I got us at eleven and one. Ohio State. So, so, so you just contradict. So you just contradicted your whole entire. And hang on, I'll, I'll get to that. <laughs> Ohio State at eleven and one. Penn State ten and two. Uh, Maryland uh, eight and four. Michigan State seven and five, and I think they could even be six and six. Um, Indiana three and nine, Rutgers two and ten. So, so back to that. And you know, I'm I'm looking at it in in two different, two totally different mindsets. Um, look, you know, when I did these these Big Ten predictions, you know, I gave us our first our first four games were were automatic victories, um, and you know, barring some shit like when we lost uh, Toledo or App State. Um, you know, I, th- I think that's it, a pretty given. And then I looked at uh, head-to-head, uh, more Big Ten. So so you were going to jump all over that, but um, <laughs> that's the hopeful side of me, and the 10-2 and two is the more realistic side of me. Yeah, I mean, I, have, I think it's – I think it's Michigan. I think it's Ohio State, one and two. Michigan State at three. So I don't. I don't. I think they'll have a nine and three year. Yeah. I don't think. I think I Mel think Tucker's a fraud. Yeah, and I mean, he definitely, play. he definitely could be. I mean, he's still technically playing with. I mean, no, he's not. He, he's brought in a lot of. Coming one more time, I'm gonna punch somebody in the face. Yeah, now you know who's gonna comment on this, right? Who's right, I know. That's why you think I said it. So, so you know, the thing is, is, is that he's done this uh, with D'Antonio's guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's had – and you, don't get me wrong. You have to have a lot of luck um, to have a great season. you gotta, you got to catch some breaks. A lot of things got to roll your way. you got to remain relatively healthy, which is a big thing for us as well. But um, I just – I just don't – I don't like the guy number one. Um, he's a lot like Dan Tonio, and sure, there's a little added dislike because of where he coaches. But I always thought Dan Tonio was a fraud too, and he did. You know, he, he did a great job at Michigan State. Uh, you know about Choke saying that, but he did. You know, he brought them back. And to my opinion, the low prevalence in the national football scene. You know, now uh, you know all these Sparty fans think they're blue bloods. Um, because you know, they had never have been, never will be, but right, they had five, six good years in the 10 or 12 that he was there. Um, but I, I don't know, just my my radar doesn't my bullshit detector goes off hard with him, and and I, I just don't think that. And man, I, there's nobody in the world that loves Mel Tucker more than Mel Tucker, he loves him some Mel, um, you know, with his oh, big cigar and sitting on the field, he's just. You know, to me, he's just all talk and, and, and bullshit. Yeah, they've had a couple of decent years, but 
Um, all they do, all they do is talk about. I mean, Michigan State just said they're always posting pictures of Bowden. And like, I mean, I guess I'm, I, I mean, you can kind of say that Michigan was the same way when Harbaugh got here, though. I, I mean, and we were in, in Seattle. This, out, all that. that you know, that's that's a really good analogy because you know Harbaugh started off great, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it. So the sorry, I don't mean to cut you. Now, you're probably going to say the same thing, but. Going off the analogy is that Michigan, I mean, Harbaugh and him have kind of had the same so far because after, what, three seasons, Harbaugh got that contract extension for ass little money just like he just did? Yep. Uh, I mean, mean, that's all. I'll let you get back to what you're going to say. but. So I just want to go – I want to go through their schedule real quick. So Western Michigan – they should win that, right? Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if if they got beat. I, I wouldn't. Um, just because Western Michigan, you know, they're not the same level they were when Fleck was there, but um, they're, they are decent. If they uh, lose to Western win. Michigan, I will not shut up for the rest of my <laughs> life. Just like... I'm going to call it. I think. Timmy Wilson, I'm coming after you. If you all lose to Western Michigan. Akron, that should lose to Minnesota. Um, so that's that's one, two, three. That's two and two. Maryland win, three, three and two. Ohio State lost, three and three. Wisconsin's homecoming. Now they're three and four. Michigan, three and five. Illinois, four that's and five. Pretty... Rutgers, five and five. Indiana beats them. Uh, yeah, I think they're six and six. And then Penn State. That's, Penn that's State a pretty – that's a pretty brutal three games, though. Holy shit. It, it is. So, they should, I mean, they got two of them at home, but still. Right. But, you know, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Michigan, that's that's a pretty tough stretch right there. And they, they do have a bye week between Wisconsin and us, and, you know, they always have their bye week, it seems, before they play us. Um mm-hmm. And you know that that'll be help give them. You know, at that point in the season, they're five games deep, six games deep, whatever it is. Every everybody on every team's a little banged up, so you know that's that's good for them. I mean, our bye, our bye week this year is before them too. Yep, yep, yeah, we have the bye week too. So, so that that evens out. I think that worked out that way last year too, if I remember right. I do not remember anything. Negative. My bye week was the two weeks before. It was after we played Nebraska, yeah. When we had Northwestern and Michigan State. But, but yeah, I mean, obviously the East, the East is always – my opinion, East wins the Big Ten again this year. I don't, I don't care who comes out of it. Um, I don't think that matters. No, you know it really doesn't. You know Wisconsin and and Iowa are the only two that have a consistent chance to win it. I think, and and you know, I don't. I go off some of Kevin Warren. Is Kevin Warren, man? He. We need to just go to – we either need to do a division realignment 
or we need to just go one mega mega like just like an 18 six whatever 16 team yeah thing when usc and ucla get one big conference because we will never ever ever will we ever get two teams into the playoffs as the sec does because they align their shit correctly right we will never we will never get two teams in with the way that it's set up right now i don't care who you are i I do i do think it's coming I mean, it needs to. I mean, you need to put Michigan and Ohio State on two different sides. I hate to say it, but you protect that rivalry. That's the only rivalry out of both those schedules you protect. I could give two fucks off and play Michigan State every year. See, I mean, I, I, I want it, to play them every year too, but I do. You know, but it, I, I would I rather protect saying, Ohio State. Game. But I, I do think. Let's just say this, right? I do think. Let's say we're both eleven and all going to the Ohio State game, right? And and we. Whether we win or lose a close game, I, I do think we got a shot at both teams getting in. That doesn't matter who who wins or loses, as long as the winner wins their conference championship game. I do think we got an outside shot, but I also agree with what you said: is that you know, there needs to be some restructuring, realignment, and I'm sure that's in the works. And I'm also sure. I don't think this Notre Dame deal is dead yet. I think they're playing hard to get. I think that, you know, this 200 trillion football deal we just signed is going to be attractive to them. And then there's addendums to if they, if they or some other teams, the other teams were redacted, join in the next seven years, the Big Ten gets X amount more money. Um, but I don't, I don't think that, I don't think we're done adding teams so that, they can't realign yet, right? No, and as as there's been rumors, I mean, Big Ten's apparently in talks with Oregon right now, um, which I think if Oregon comes, Washington comes. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that's I don't think that's a package deal at that point because. Um, but going back real quick, you said that you think if way we're set up, if like one team is to lose one game and the Big Ten championship, so. The only way that could really happen is if Michigan lost, say Michigan beat Ohio State and then lost in the Big Ten championship game. Both teams are 11 and 1. Well, I don't think, I'm sorry, but I still think Ohio State would jump us and Michigan still wouldn't get in because they would look at it as, okay, Michigan's game win was a fluke. The NCAA, the NCAA is, to my opinion, the Big the Big Ten is the NCAA's redheaded stepchild. And it is. You know, NCAA the, doesn't uh, like us, doesn't want us to succeed. That's why we never get two teams in the playoffs. That's why back in 2006, Michigan should have played Ohio State in the Ohio in the national championship, BCS national championship. But no, and the very next big and NCAA excuses, well, we can't have two teams playing in the same conference back to back in games like that. And but then the very next year, put who was it, Florida LSU, yeah, in the national in 2007. Like, no, I mean, NCAA. So for I'm sure the SEC is the golden child, right? But um, and top to bottom, they uh, you know they are success wise, uh, you know better better than the Big Ten. Um, Sorry, but Big Ten teams bring in more money. It's proven, and and they do. But you know, for the last ten years, it's been Ohio State and and the occasional, uh, you know, Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, hey, I don't think anybody else from the Big Ten has made the playoff, right? Michigan State, Ohio State, Michigan? Penn State. Was Penn State did. They did? The year that they, I thought they did the year that they won it. Yeah, you may be right. I, I can't remember. So, 
Okay, so, so Ohio State's made it four times, I believe, and we've you know we've made it once, and Michigan State's made it once. <clears throat> so I get that part of it, but um, you know I feel like when you know they've shown it repeatedly, but last year when when Bama jumped us from three to two, um, that that tells you everything everything that you want to know. Bama loses, we win, and they jump us. Um, because they wanted an SEC matchup. Oh, 100% they do. And they wanted a national championship just like they want. I mean, it's, it, no way in hell should Alabama jump us. Right. Hmm. Like at all. But as you said, but I mean, going off what you just said, I mean, other than the playoffs, I mean, yeah, Georgia made it in there, but I mean, it's been winning the SEC. It's been Alabama, 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 Georgia. LSU. No else has been. LSU's won it once. Georgia's won it once. I think you have Alabama. Right. We got we got one one winner. Right. They got at least three. I think they're. I want to say. No, Clemson. Clemson. This. Uh, Clemson's ACC. No, yeah, they I mean, have three. They have three national champions. I was thinking they had four though. Four national champions where we've had one, and uh, three getting a thing. But I mean, I don't know. I think it's it's a bunch of bullshit in my opinion. That's why I don't think even if we even if we there's no way in hell in this in this scenario that we take a Big Ten team, two Big Ten teams to the playoffs in the way it's set up right now. And NCA just I don't think would allow it. Unless it's maybe USC and I not now. I mean, but I think once I mean you're obviously gonna have a realignment once that comes around, but right. Yeah, you know, we've talked about it on, on previous shows. Is, is I think that, you know, we'll we'll do the SEC model, um, but you know, like I said a little bit ago, we're, we're not we're not done yet. At least we think we're not done yet. Um, you know that that's why we can't do it. And you know, there's there's a lot of logistics that 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 got to go behind that. Um, you know, a lot of rivalries. Uh, and you know, obviously, I, I got—I I would like to see a, 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 all of them stay, but the only one I care about is the only one that you care about is, is Ohio State. But you know, <clears throat> I like the—I like the jug. I like the Paul Bunyan. Well, we already don't play the jug over here, so I mean, that's and and that's fair enough. So so you know, we'll, we'll see how it shakes out, but. Uh, yeah, uh, I would like to see, you know, to me, those rivalries are the last thing that remains making college football, college football now. Um, and I'd like to see as much of that uh, remain intact as possible, but uh, we'll see. Yep, uh, definitely, definitely will. Well, you'll move on to Saturday? Yeah. I mean... Move on to a little bit of a preview with Colorado State. Um, I mean, as you said, what did you say they went last season? I think you said they went three and nine in a very, very crappy what, Mountain West conference. Um, played Iowa, played Iowa tight last year. Um, Let's look at their stats. So some of the key players, 
this is one thing. I mean, I think we see big numbers coming out of Saturday, though. I mean. Yeah, I think so, too. And, you know, it's, it's going to be nice to to see the new DC and the new OC and see, see you know, what they do. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I, bottom line is I think it's 49-7, 49 um, favorite favorite 27 and a half right now? Yeah, I, I think oh, we, we, we cover that. I mean, they're one or two quarterbacks, one or two from last season are gone. Um, yep. Their starter was now James Madison. He threw for 3,000 yards last year. He's gone. Their backup last season. Uh, he's not playing for Indiana State. And then their third leading receiver last year was a wide receiver. So a leading passer was a wide receiver. So right. if that says a lot about how their season went last season. <laughs> but Half the guys on the roster don't even have pictures on their website. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's going to be. Hope it's not App State. Their website, but, their whole athletic website, looks like a high school team's. So. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, and I mean, I, I get they don't have the you know, the financial backing that that the big schools do, but this should not be a challenge on any level. And if it no, is, yeah. it's not. It's good. not hard to make a website look decent as long as you know what you're doing. Right. Um. Uh, yes. I'm excited to see what goes on, like you said, with the with the new OCs, like, and then the, uh, really more more than anything, I'm interested in seeing what what uh, the DC does, what he can do. I can't think of his name right now. I keep forgetting. Um. I'm excited to see what comes out of that defense this year, especially after having such the high-powered defense that we did last year. Will we have? Will we see that same type of thing, or will we see what happened with Vanderbilt when he was there? Yep. Uh, why can't I still see his name? It's what happened, Jesse Minner? Thank you. Holy crap! Yep. There you um, go. What happens when – or do you see what happens at Vanderbilt where they had one of the bottom-ranking defenses in the whole nine, whole NC2A? Like, I mean, do you – that that's more what worries me as a defense. I want to see them come out. I mean, I know that the defensive sets are a lot like last year, the way he runs his defense. There's a lot of the way – just like um, – uh, just like McDonald ran his defenses – um, so it's there's not going to be a lot of changes you're going to see. I think for like position, I mean not position, like, like setup wise. Um, but uh, definitely, definitely going to need the defense to be up because I I still think our offense will be our offense is either going to be the same or it's going to be better than last season in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think our wide receiver core is going to be top top notch, right up there with Ohio State's this season. Um, I really do. I mean, Harbaugh is saying that six, six, seven of our receivers could start day one. I mean, he came out and announced what he say: Roman Wilson, number one; Ronnie Bell, Cornelius Johnson, and AJ Hain were like the top four. Andrew, 
Yeah, Andrew was four, and then Henning was five. Yeah. Yeah, I actually um, wrote something today. He's got 10 receivers that he thinks are starters just about anywhere else. Yeah. I mean, it. I think why does he go? I mean, obviously, the running back room. Um, you got Corum, Corum, then you got Edwards, you got Stokes. Um, I think our running back room, it's going to be a little bit more speed this year, more than power. I mean, as we said, as I said last week, I think Corum put on 12 pounds um, in the offseason. I don't know how much Edwards had put on. Um, I'm going to assume he put on weight and muscle. Um, but I, I'm not, I'm definitely not worried about the defense. I'm not. <laughs> I wish – I mean, I'm, no, I'm sorry. I misspoke. I'm definitely not worried about the offense. I'm worried about to see what the defense can do. Uh, some uh, – what's his name? Who they just announced at that freshman? Mason Graham? Yeah. Was it? Is starting in the base defensive package freshman-wise? I yep. mean, he, he, he must just be an absolute freak. Um, Trent A. Jones got the starting spot over Trevor Keegan. Or no, it wasn't Keegan, was it? He just got the start on the offensive line. Oh, Carson Barnhart, sorry. Um, so, I mean, it, it's interesting to see what happens with – those freshmen in there. I mean, Chante's not a freshman. He obviously played last season. But uh, we can uh, see what where it goes and see how it goes. What do you think the final predictions are going to be, Dad, for the score at least? And who's your uh, players of the game? Like, your, your person you think is going to produce the most? So, I think uh, Donovan Edwards is going to be the offensive player of the game. I think uh, – Maisie is going to be defensive player of the game. And I'm, I'm, I know what I said earlier score-wise, but I'm going to go 56-12. 56-12, Who did you say your offensive side was? I'm sorry. Donovan Edwards. Okay. Sorry, I was I had to say bye real quick. Um, no, uh, I think Edwards, I think, I think it's going to be Ronnie. And, you know, Ronnie like Bell Ronnie. And, and Andrew Anthony are, are both uh, – were both right there for me as well. So, I, I, yeah, that, I think, wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I think Ronnie will be number one, like, on offense. And I think defensively, uh, Junior Colson. I think you Solid could see either, well. e- either Junior Colson or uh, Mike Morris coming off the edge. Uh, I would really like to see – Mike Morris has gotten a lot of hype this offseason. Uh, Harbaugh called him possibly the next Aiden Hutchinson. I mean, let's relax. Like, let's let him play a real game first. Like, start a right, right. game. I mean, but I, but <clears throat> Junior Colson, I think Junior Colson has a good game. I think he, he's going to be that be that linebacker how Josh Ross was, Devin Bush was. Someone that's going to be all around the field no matter what can play. Any linebacker spot he needs to be, um, I think he, he's going to turn into an absolute animal in Michigan. I mean, we've seen glimpses of it last year. Um, I'll pick I'll pick a score. I think we score 
Yeah, I'll say fifty-six to ten. Um, I, I was out on a limb there. I almost is that what you said? I said twelve. Oh, you said why did you say twelve? Four field goals, baby. No touchdowns. No, it's first game of the year. We'll give up one. We'll see. We'll probably give up one. If we're not, we're, I, I was gonna go in the sixties, but I was like, nah. Because I, I think next, I know I'm jumping. Hello, I think next week against Hawaii, we can put up seventy if we really wanted to, because Hawaii just got absolutely obliterated by Vanderbilt last night. And, and they did, but right. you know, the the one downside of this whole quarterback thing is is the continuity for the receivers, right? Uh, did I touch down a little bit earlier? Yeah, you know. Yeah touch and distance and throw and and you know i'm sure these guys are 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 throwing with with both receivers quite a bit but something else that we didn't mention earlier is that is that jj was on a no throw program all summer um and you know just started he 100 in, in fall camp but up until then he he was on no throw and then a very limited towards the you know right before camp started so um he didn't get that work in with the receivers that, that, you know, maybe typically would. Uh, and, you know, consistency, is, as you know, is, is key in, in most things in life. But, uh, you know, especially, especially uh, uh, athletics and high level athletics. And I wouldn't be surprised to see the offense take a step back in week two just because of the changes. But, but we'll see. Yeah, we will. And, and just going back now, I just thought about something that I wanted to ask you earlier at the start of the episode. Um, do you think it's real, real fast? Do you think – I know he's saying that Cade will start week one and then vice versa for the other option. But do you still think that if we get up, does he leave – is he going to leave him in all game? Or do you think you see Cade or you think you see J.J. week one and vice versa for the week two if we get up a lot? I mean, that's that's so, where it comes in. Is that you know? Or do you think, I think he skips a blowout? Maybe maybe you see him in the fourth quarter, but I don't, think, Davis I don't think this works if you don't give a guy a whole game. I mean, well, yeah, because say we get into a say one dude plays longer, yeah, I, longer than the other one. I mean, maybe after that you say, okay, JJ, you ain't playing this week. Right. We'll go if if we get up and want to take Kate out of the game, Davis Warren comes in, so, or vice so, versa next week. Right. So let's just say this this Saturday, right at halftime, we're up forty two nothing, and he Harbaugh says, "Okay, okay, uh, Kate, we've seen enough. We're gonna let JJ throw this second half, and and then you're saying the whole JJ gets the whole Hawaii game." And let's say he wins the job. How's that fair? How's that fair to Cade that JJ got a, a game and a half, and Cade got a half, and half a game, he yeah. did everything he could in a half? You know what I mean? I, yep. I think the only way that works is if they get full full games, other than mop up time, last half of fourth quarter, something like that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that's kind of what I was going to say. I said I don't think I don't think it it happens. I think you're going to see him play up until that, and. Worst case scenario is you're going to have Davis Warren come in or another backup quarterback come in and play that garbage time where they would usually mop up. I mean, I don't, I don't know because we all know we don't know what Harbaugh is going to do. Harbaugh could 
throw a wide receiver out there for Iowa, all I know, and I wouldn't be surprised right. out of his mind. But and maybe that's his plan. He's got to throw a third string out both games, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think we'll be in that position a lot. Definitely see that, see what he does plan. Um, I think that especially this week. Um, but I'm interested. I'm excited. I'm ready for Saturday morning to come and ready for noon, 11 o'clock my time, watch some football. I mean, it's a lot of good games on this weekend. Um, we got Oregon, Georgia, Ohio State, Notre Dame. Uh, I mean, I think – I don't know if I – mean, as much as I want to see Notre Dame win, I don't think I don't think they got it. Yeah, I don't I think, think so either. Notre Dame, Notre Dame, in my opinion, so over, over, overhyped this season. I don't, and I feel like the only reason they're number five is because they want that, that that ranking as for viewership in week one. And we get number two versus number five in the first game of the season. Yeah, at the shoe. I, mean, I don't think that doesn't surprise me. Why they? If that's the reason why they're number five. But I mean, we got some good games this weekend. Interested to see a lot better games than last weekend or this past day. Um, it should be a good season, and we're going undefeated. I'm rolling with Braylon. You know, I hope so. One last thing before we jump off. Big shout out to Mike Sanders still that fucking jumped over to defense. It's going to be the starting fucking DB. Uh, yeah, with Jamon Green and DJ Turner. Yeah, um, so he'll be the third one out there. But that just uh, that just shows uh, what an athlete he was. That's that's not easy to do, especially at a you know at a, a power five school like Michigan. This isn't this isn't uh, Stockbridge High School playing two ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. It does sound like he's going to be primarily a a defensive guy now. But um, they talked about maybe using him a little bit for special teams. Yeah, you're going to see him in speed. You're going to see him in sweeps, things like that. Same thing we used him for for the past few years. You're going to see yeah. just for his speed. Um, but, yeah, no. Can I say – I want to say one more thing, and I just want to point out um, that so far I'm looking pretty pretty good to say the Yankees are going to choke in the first round of the playoffs um, because they're like 7-22 and 22 in the past since All-Star break. So right. just want Major to point that dive. out. That, Major that, dive. Fuck the Yankees and – they can suck a fat one, but um, but yeah, I think that that's about all I got for today. I mean, it was a long show. We've been on here for an hour, a lot right. longer than I thought it would be. I mean, the season's back, and I knew it was going to be. I mean, these episodes are way better. I do want to apologize, guys. We aren't live on Facebook today. I can't go live on Facebook. Um, I'm in Facebook jail at least for going live and making advertisements. So just realize that when I hit play that I forgot that. So we're not live on Facebook. I shared it. I just want to apologize for that to everybody. Um, yeah, that's why we aren't live on Facebook. I... So I just remember that about five minutes ago. I went and looked in the, on the notifications on Facebook, and I'm like, I was just getting ready to ask you, and it popped in. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's in jail and can't do it. So Yeah, so probably our next few shows, uh, sorry, guys, won't be Facebook Live, but I'll share the link to the YouTube Live. Um, just follow the link to that. Same thing, like, subscribe. Um Share with your friends and family, guys. Uh, thank you again for all the support. I mean, we uh, all the views. Uh, seems like it's actually kind of hyping up lately. I'm uh, getting a lot, yeah. a lot yeah, more absolutely. reaction, I think. So uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, see you all next Sunday.
And I'll uh, talk about here, guys. Six more oh, days yeah. for blue hail. All right. Go blue.